The ups and downs of being creative. Discussed over cocktails with friends. You're listening to The Shakes. Bud Light Lime and Peanut M&M's. No finer taste sensation. There is no substitute. So we're, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna old man it again. Joy's upstairs. She's having a drink. She's gonna come in and bother us. Yeah. Cause, uh, she's gotta go home. The baby had pink eye. Somebody's been farting on the kids' pillows. You know, won't stop drinking to go take care of the pink eye. Yeah, yeah. Their priorities and uh, her priorities are totally jacked. But she'll skip a, she'll skip a show. That sweet nectar. Mm Mm-hmm. She's got to do. The, um, when Costas had pink eye for the Olympics. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, my God. And that's when I was like, you know, we're (laughs) we're sitting around the TV, we're eating, and I said, hey, sing, you know, how you get pink eye. Mm-hmm. I said, fecal matter. Yeah. Um, and, oh, my God, she she ran with that. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> so started calling Costas poop eye. And, ah! How old was she when she did? When, when was that? Was it two years? It was, was the last. What, okay, it was two years ago. One, no. four years ago. Okay. I got a text. Um. I got a text earlier while I was waiting on you to show up. I think, I think I've got a problem on my hands. I, and I realized this last weekend. Well, I've been rela- realizing it for a while. Put a, put, a, put a finger on it this weekend, and now today's the critical mass. This we're like, oh, an, shit. This isn't another existential. Uh, well, <laughs> it is, but on a completely different level. <laughs> okay, so my three-year-old is just a filthy, filthy child. This weekend, I finally realized that he's the toddler Andrew Dice Clay. So, because I so mean, filthy from a mouth standpoint. Yeah, filthy mouth from a from a toddler standpoint. So, so, so yeah, give me give me a, give me a good feel. <laughs> well, you know, so I mean, you know, young boys like to talk about farts, butts, poops, wieners, and you know, and all that stuff. But rarely do you find like you'll find you'll find a kid who you know will who'll inject a, a little bit of fart butt poop wiener into, you know, a conversation. Everyday conversation. Yeah, Absolutely. a conversation or two every day. I still, I pride myself sure. on doing it. Right. Right. My three-year-old, every sentence, somewhere and somewhere, fart butt poop or wiener gets put into every sentence <laughs> that comes out of his mouth. So, so I get a text. <laughs> I get a text from my wife because she decided that they that they were going to go they were going to go out to eat. They went to Chick Fil A of all places, and I got I get, well here. Did he try and order a wiener sandwich or something? No, I shall read you the text in a dramatic text reading. Hayden was just a hot mess in Chick Fil A. He was so loud, and he stood on his chair, yelling about his butt while smacking it and the smell of his farts. <laughs> I know you're laughing, and you think it's funny, but it is so not normal for behavior for a three-year-old. It needs to stop. So, I guess there's going to be an intervention at our house, because... The a yeah, poop yeah. wiener butt. Mm, yes, the great, the great uh, poop butt wiener fart intervention of 2016 is upon us. <laughs> nice. I told you about uh, I told you about the Oscar party where Kramer and yeah, yeah, 
The motherfuckers. Was, I think yeah. she, yeah, butt fuckers. I yeah, think she was. Fuckers. I think she was three. I think she was three. <laughs> so you, you've got that. Mm-hmm. And now, at least it's not butt fuckers yet. Oh. Okay, so I have um, a couple of things that we could talk about. Yeah. Since we're since we're old man in it, which which one you want to start with? You want to start with um, you want to start with Deadpool, or you want to start with the other thing? With the start with Deadpool. Okay. So I figured you were going to want to talk about it. So I, so, yeah, I you ran out. So, to go so I it. went to the theaters and saw it right before I came here today. <laughs> <laughs> so it was fresh on your mind. It's very fresh on my mind. Can't get salt and pepper shoop out of my head. Yeah. At first, I before I knew kind of all the background, I was giving Disney much more credit for it than they deserved because it's more Fox. But it's not; it's yeah. Fox, yeah. Um, because I really thought, I mean, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play through my what I believed, which I thought, you know, boy, Disney really is genius because they sense this kind of comic book superhero overload. So let's put out an anti, you know, mm-hmm. not like not like a not like True a Wolverine, anti-hero. You know? Yeah, a Hancock right. or something like that. <laughs> although I do, although I do love that he referenced. He's like, yeah. who, who? Who did I have to fondle to get this movie? <laughs> Wolverine. He's got a nice smooth sack down under. <laughs> Good God! But it, it like it, the timing was just perfect, and I think that's why it's resonating so well. Is everybody's kind of got a little bit of backlash because not only do we have you know the Batman, Superman, X Men. You know, coming up, but we also know Disney has made its intentions clear, which is, hey, we're wrapping all this stuff together. You know, we've got Marvel till the end of time. Yeah, yeah, and and you know now Star Wars till the, we yeah. we can't stand it anymore too. So, but I thought it was I thought it was very funny, very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be kind of a guilty pleasure, but it didn't feel guilty at all. I mean, no. other from the standpoint of the. Of the dirty, I mean, my favorite was the um, at the final scene when it's like you know this as the camera's like pulling out. It's like this is the only pullout you're going to see tonight. That's right, you know? yeah. Well, you know, and and honestly, when you watch the trailer, you're like, holy shit, this is going to be incredibly gory and blah blah blah. It really overall wasn't uh-uh. that bad. I mean, you know, it had basically what you saw in the trailer was was the yeah. goriest stuff and. Or at least the red band trailer. But the language, yeah, where where they took the language and the jokes and stuff was. Oh yeah. More than more than I was expecting. It was. I mean, it was all great. And um, oh yeah, I got I got home. I ran home and picked up the laptop and everything. And, and my son had gotten home from from school, and he was sitting there watching TV. And he's like, "Where were you?" And I'm like, "Well, I went and saw Deadpool." He's like, oh, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's gonna be a long time, time before, before you, you see that movie." But you're gonna take the three year old. Oh yeah, but I'll take the three year old. You're gonna go take it up yeah. a notch. Enough yeah, of this. I mean, enough of this lame yeah, ass. That's right. Butt poop. Yeah. Wiener. Yeah. It's like I mean, let's get I mean, you. We're in gonna we're gonna teach in. you some good words yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Now who was who who played his girlfriend slash wife? Mm. Where have I seen her before? I couldn't put my finger on it. She had a very familiar face. Um, I do not know where we've seen her from before. Let's uh, let's pull up the IMDb. So Gabe and I went and saw that, and that was great. That was kind of my. My birthday present, and uh, and then I went and saw The Witch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know much about it. I I read a uh, I read an article about it after you posted yeah. something. The reviews are, are like really good, but it was, it was all right. Yeah. Well, okay. How so? Because you know everything I read is like, oh, this is the show that puts dread back into the horror genre. Okay, the name is Morena Baccarine. What else has she been in? Um, 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 she was in Homeland. 
She was in V. Yeah. That's it? Uh, oh, she's been, she was on Gotham on the TV show. She's uh-huh. been on the TV show The Flash. Uh, so so she, huh. you, you probably have seen her from TV. Huh. Yeah, The Good Wife. Because I know you're a fan of The Good Wife. Oh, of course. Yeah. So there you go. That's what, that's what she's huh. been on. No, the witch was. It was. It it had. It kind of laid down a good sense of dread. But the thing is, is that it's not fair that for for that to be the you know the the movie the um, that's going to change it all in the horror because you can't really talk about that time without having a natural sense of dread. Plus, it's right, like because what, everybody could be out for you for you right, know yeah right like, and you could. Whee! Yeah, and you could. Yeah, I mean, so we. I mean, we we've we've had that kind of programmed into us the second that we read The Crucible and and you know Junior mm-hmm, High. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's 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 kind of naturally there. So it's not. It's pretty low hanging fruit to try and. But I will say that the pacing was nice. But the thing, it just seemed to lack kind of a natural tension. I didn't. I didn't. In, like in the its, Blair Witch. Project. Yes. <laughs> and it's well, and it's in its kind of silence and lack of trying to do too much. You usually get this sense of oh, something's going to happen, even if it doesn't. I just feel like and and the example I use is the movie Sicario. Have you seen that? No. Um. So the director who also did Prisoners, which is an excellent movie, he there is a scene in Sicario, and it's about the drug trade from you know Mexico to the mm-hmm. United States mm-hmm. where they have to drive into this really kind of sketch part of Mexico <clears throat> capture a guy and bring him back and not be attacked and all it really is is a series of cars driving very quickly getting some Mexican escorts and stuff and that's it and I don't I don't remember, but I don't think there was a lot of music to it and stuff. But oh my God, you think at any moment something's gonna explode and yeah. and 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 there was just such a great tension. And that was like a ten minute scene and you're just on the edge of your seat. And and I just I didn't feel that in this movie. And and the ending was kind of uh it just mm. it wasn't. Okay. All right. So you wouldn't say that I should, you know, just go out in the middle of the afternoon and go watch that one. You got time. It's worth okay. it. You know, okay. it's it's right. not it's not a waste of your money, and you may love it. But right. it it's it's certainly not. But I I really had high hopes for it. I was like, oh my god, this is going to be. Yeah. and I do it love. Just wasn't. I do love movies that take play. I mean, I'm you know stuff I, that builds. You know, yeah. well, and and like the village. I mm-hmm. I unapologetically say that I am a fan of that movie, even though it's a, in effect a Scooby Doo episode. But <laughs> I I do I do really like, and we go every year. We go to Smithville. Uh-huh. There's a there's like an old timey village in Smithville where it's where they uh, um, there is yeah they've recreated um, this village much like that from that time. Oh joy! And nice of you they, to join us. Do they have witch hunts? No, but they have like civil war reenactments. Oh, okay, that kind of village. So um, we were just hey. we were just commenting um, your your totally jacked up sense of priorities, which is pink eye, pink eye, um, and then drinks before drinks. pink eye, and then podcasting is way, 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 way down the I, list. No, 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 right no. Here. Too late. Right I want to talk. <laughs> Because I oh I am 
very sorry. Here, here's what it is. The husband's kind of freaking out. First kid, I'm like, it's just the pink guy, man. It's no big deal. Well, well and that's what that's what right. That's what that's what Jeremy and I said. It, like in the grand scheme of things, this is the most non-event event. Yeah, he's that in there daycare. Really is. I'm like, yeah, he's gonna get the pink guy. Yeah, and actually, you want the kid to catch a whole lot of shit because mm-hmm. the kid's gonna be much better later right. on in life. And I do. I really do feel. You should feel like no. You should feel horrible. The husband, if if he wasn't so like anxiety ridden Mm -hmm. with this Mm -hmm. whole thing, I wouldn't. Well, you're not really you're not really rushing out there because you did had to finish off a couple of drinks. A bitch session I had to take care of, but I wanted to. Were you at the Addies? I wasn't. We were in Lincoln. I was not either. Gabe turned eighteen. You know what I really enjoyed about his birthday was that the weekend one of my Facebook memories was was a shot of him sitting on the couch. It was for, cool story, for, bro. Yeah, with the cool, cool story, story bro, bro. At the shakes yeah. for what sixteenth birthday? I think it was. I think it was. I think it was. What are your thoughts on Deadpool, Joy? Uh, the band Interpol. You know what? I, know. Here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. We're we're not going to miss Joy. Well, we're we're gonna get a lot more stuff discussed where we're not. Is that a program? It's a movie. Oh yeah, I haven't. seen It's like it yet. the it's it's just it's the highest grossing movie of the past week. No no big deal. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's a good thing I'm not going to be here then. Should should we pause it then so you can show us how to get out of here? Is that okay? I sure. Really sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, we got to pause. Okay, hold on. We're gonna pause this. Yeah. All right. Now we're back. Well, that was kind of pointless because we had like this 45-minute discussion out in the lobby that could have been a whole episode of a show. But no, she had to go put ointment on an eyeball or something. Anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking about movies. Oh, yeah. Um, Talking about The Witch. The Witch. Uh, um, Okay, so trailers. There were... What was in Deadpool? What, there was one. That was called something Harry. Yeah. Yes, Hardcore Henry. Hardcore Henry. Now, why you said you're not going to go see that? Why would you not? I don't see think that? I could go see it. Why? Oh, just because of the uh, because because of it'll the, make you want to puke. Yeah, I think it'll totally make <clears throat> me want to puke. Uh, I the because sure as hell looks like a first person movie well, the it, entire way. I think the thing that's so cool about that is you see that and you're like. Wow, why hasn't somebody done this before? Yeah. I mean, think about all the first person, you know, shooters and stuff and why hasn't somebody mm-hmm. just seems like such a natural thing. So, I mean, it it better be ultra violent. Yeah. I like I want it going. I want it crazy. Put five GoPros on the guy and just make a movie. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, it looks exactly like what they yeah. did. Yeah, I I just don't know that I could go see it because first person shooters make me want to barf and but this would have to be How no great exception. would that just like get a Belly full of whatever, like fish, like lobster <laughs> and stuff and shrimp, mm-hmm. and then go and see that and, and make just count. just spray, mm-hmm. just just embrace it and just spray all over, and then it just stinks. And there was an episode of Clarence about that. <laughs> What's Clarence <laughs> on Cartoon Network? We had the we had the oh, creator right, right, of the right, show right, right, on, right. you know, yeah, 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 on one of the. You weren't here that day, yeah, um, but yeah. 
they went to a water park and they had kind of a like a big slide kind of like down at Schlitterbahn, like the big uh-huh. ultimate death slide. And so one of the kids, while well, it was a four hour line, so while they were so he has his thing is he has a collection of him barfing on people on roller coasters <laughs> and and so in this four hour wait for this big long water slide he ate a whole bag of cheese curds. <laughs> Oh, bag of cheese curds. Nice. Oh, God. Yeah. So that way he could get his money shot. Whole <laughs> <laughs> bag of cheese curds. Nice. Okay. I saw, and it's interesting because this thread has been going through the past few episodes of the show, talking about broken agency models and so on and so forth. Um... Two days ago, maybe yesterday, hell, I don't know, uh, John Kreisberg's, our pal, put a link up to a Luke Sullivan post talking, and, and he was addressing, uh, he was basically addressing his students at SCAD uh-huh. in a somewhat direct fashion. They had a, a job fair at, at SCAD. And he watched all of his students who had been working on their portfolios all week go into the into the event space and you know selling themselves trying to get a job and most of the people there looking for looking for creative people were not ad agencies and so the tone of this the tone of this post was, "Hey, creative kids." There are so many different places you could go work that is not an ad agency yeah. and and it was never formalized but really what you got out of the post was hey creative kids don't go work at an ad agency yeah. whatever you do i say something that i'm not saying everybody has to agree with and sure I'm sure there are a lot of people at hallmark that would probably disagree with this but i think that you know there's always you know there's so many people that work at hallmark and people at hallmark move around from you know studio to studio mm-hmm. and it's my belief I don't know that it's widely held, but that it is much easier to move from marketing to product than from product to marketing. Because I think that when you've got kind of the marketing mindset, you naturally have this ability to create an idea, cultivate an idea, stretch out that idea, and you know talk about all the different places where it can exist and live. And I think that that's great when you know developing product because you're naturally thinking of it in it through a marketer's lens. It's like right. how is this how's this addressing the consumer need? Um, you know, what does the interaction look like? How does this become bigger than just a single stuffed animal or whatever? And yeah. so I think that I think that in product development, I think, you know, uh, kind of an advertising slash marketing mindset could be huge. Did he yeah. did he go into what the different uh, businesses were that were there? Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, let's see, there, there were many different companies uh, from Nickelodeon to Amazon to Abercrombie and Fitch, all bearing tickets to real jobs that paid real money. Yeah. So there you go. I would um, love to go work at Nickelodeon. Yeah, that would be awesome. Some, but I, I love I loved this little this little blurb from him. Companies still want people with ideas, yes, but the days of hey, I'm just an idea guy, finger guns, <laughs> that's gone. Making your idea, get up and walk around the room. That's the ticket, and it's a ticket that's getting kids into more and more places these days, and not just the usual lineup of ad agencies. 
So yeah, and then it goes on, and there's like some you know big muckety muck at J. Walter Thompson talking about oh yeah, you know we got all these startups and websites taking our taking our jerbs, taking taking our um, so yeah, and you know, so and then and then the other thing is is he then he talked about uh, like an outdoor advertising company, kind of like Lamar or something like that, like an in house team, in house, wow, and 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 then then backed it up with showing it was uh wait what was Adams Outdoor Advertising, and going back and showing uh, some of the work that I mean, look at that, that's some good work right there, you know. So that's in house. So that's fun. Yeah, yeah, just do it. That, I mean, that makes that's a lot that's of good sense. work. I mean, especially when you think, oh, you know, in house outdoor advertising company, you're just making yeah. the bail bonds, you mm-hmm. know, stuff. And I mean, that's good. That actually makes work. sense because there's a lot of businesses where that's kind of their bread and butter. If I had to do it over, would I? Have not gone gone into the advertising business. Absolutely not. I think I'm a better creative because of where I started and how I started. And but I think it's you know I think it's good that um, you know we had an intern from SCAD. It's funny that it talks about yeah. we had an intern from SCAD who was a writer. Man, if I could, I'd hire her in a second. I mean, she was just awesome. She was a great writer, but she just had this kind of natural creative vibe about her that was great. And so I, I think it's good, you know, and, and it, I find myself, if it's somebody right out of school and I'm talking to them, it's hard for me to say, yeah, you know, corporate side is the way to go because right. I don't know that it doesn't make you that kind of lean, mean fighting machine about like, give me any problem and I'll solve it. Yeah. Um, but that's, I, I have the experience of one corporate side. So mm-hmm. there may be all sorts of different corporate sides that, uh, you know, the, that are, that are different. Yeah. Um, but there, there would be, that would be interesting to, to hear some stories about that. If uh-huh. people would be so inclined to, yeah. to share them. Yeah. Um, and one good way you can share those things is by going to the Misfit Radio forums at forums.misfitrad.io. I, we would love some comments. Yeah. I mean, that we, we could cool. talk about that there because it would be, it would be good to, uh, you know, but the thing is, is I, I think I had to go through, you know, again, kind of like you personally, I kind of had to go through that. That was yeah. really, I mean, other than the fact that the, all of these avenues that are available now were not as red, I won't, I, won't say, I won't say they weren't available. They were available. You just didn't know about them. Yeah. And it's still, and they were, or still, they were in such infantile stages or, yeah. you know, and so the thing, the thing that's cool now though, is that, you know, I think <clears throat> there's still a stigma attached to going kind of corporate side and that it's, it's somewhat taboo or you do it later on in your career, you know, when you're kind of done with the advertising scene. So I love the idea of, you know, kids graduating and then that might be their first, yeah, well, you it's know, stigmatized gig. because that's what we've made it to be. Yeah, no, I, I you know, agree. and is that you know, and that's the at Hallmark. The thing that's awesome about that is is you know, right across the hall, have an incredible illustration studio. Mm-hmm. If I need additional writing work, Caddy Corner is an incredible writing studio, and yeah. we've got an incredible photography and video studio. And so the thing that's the thing that's great is. 
is if I wake up one day and say, oh my God, this is the coolest product ever. Why aren't we doing stuff for it? We should do stuff for it. We can go do stuff for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm not waiting for an assignment. I'm not waiting for approval. And there is such an incredible freedom to that. Yeah. Um, you know, and it has its drawbacks. There's all sorts of, you know, it, it's, it's, you can, you can get, um, caught up in the layers and stuff and go, oh my God, this is a nightmare. On the other hand, there is, there's something so cool about, um, you know, I talked with somebody not too long ago, actually a few days ago, went out and had drinks with him and he said, you know, is your studio, you know, do you embrace the Hallmark culture? Do you have your own culture? And I said, we have our own culture and it's kind of counterculture mm-hmm. to the, and, and that's what I love about it is that we can exist in this big corporation and still have our own culture um, and still, you know, and, and not be gobbled up. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, and my dream, you know, I said, my dream is, is that our culture becomes the way and it spreads outward and, you know, I, how like cool an would infected that be? toenail, like an infected toenail. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so no, that's cool. I, yeah. so, so, so subset to this conversation sure. before it, you know, goes outside my brain. All right. Um, you get a phone call mm-hmm. from blank employer. Okay. Anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. They offer you a job. You do not discuss uh, – it, it doesn't matter where it is, and you say yes. Who is that blank? I say yes. You say – they call up and they say, Jeremy, we've got a job for you, and you say yes. Man. Uh, I mean, we were talking about how much yeah, we'd love to work right. with Nickelodeon. It's, it's, well, it's going to have to be something like Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network, or yeah. it's it's going to have to be something like that. It's not going to be – it's definitely not going to be an agency. No. It's not going to be – it's not going to be any sort of retail brand or no. anything like that. It's it's going to be, yeah. I mean, it would be Nickelodeon. It would be Cartoon Network. It would be, um, Nerdist dot com. Yeah. I mean, you know things yeah. like that. And so and so that really that totally goes with what Sullivan's saying. It also totally goes with a sub sub conversation that was in my head that. When I think about that article, think about what we just said, think about what I just said about, you know, where I would go to work. And then we had the Addies this past weekend. Uh-huh. Didn't go to the Addies. Have, I, well, I guess, did I go last year? No, didn't go last you, year. So you, two years you did go. You did go last year, but you, you had to leave early when you actually won an award. No, that was two years ago. Okay. That was two I years ago. You, yeah. yeah, that was two years ago. Uh, didn't go last year. So it's been two years that I haven't gone. I, I don't know that I'll, I don't know that I'll ever be back. Honestly, not not because, you know, fuck those. More about kind of catching up. Well, yeah, not, not because of fuck those guys or anything like that, but just because I, my world has, my world has moved on. I would not consider myself, I don't consider Orange Flame Design necessarily an advertising agency. I think the Facebook page says that it is, but I wouldn't call it that. Yeah. And I'm sure that I'm sure that I'll have some really really great ideas and do some really really great work, but I doubt I seriously doubt that I ever that I ever 
win an Addy, let alone probably put myself in for an Addy because it's just not the thing that not your thing, not yeah. the thing that I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. And so I I wouldn't consider myself an advertising creative anymore. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it just it's it's a and it's a weird thing. And and I think I really only within the past month or so have really embraced that. It's yeah. like wow, this I really am in a new place, and and this place is is not the place that I was. Yeah. Yeah. And so and 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 I think even even in my last job. I really wasn't in that place, but we kind of wanted to play like we were in that place. But yeah. we, we weren't in that place. Yeah, we weren't in that place. Well, and I so, think and, and a, I don't think that's a bad thing. No. Well, and I think you have to truly, yeah, you have to be able to commit to that. And and you know, I I do think it's funny. Boy, twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, I think the answer would have been different. It would have been, oh my god, if Good B called me, I would be there in a second. Oh yeah. But now you're like. Shit, man! I don't know if they're going to pay me very much, and you know they could lose a big account, and I could be out on my—I could be in San Francisco out on my ass in thirty days. And there's so many things that fact, and and I don't know if that's age or a change of environment um, and the times, but it's just not sexy anymore. It's like I don't think about that if I think about boy, Comedy Central or Cartoon Network. Or boomerang calls me tomorrow. I don't think about any of that. I think, oh my god, I want to go work for you. Yeah, and yeah. you know, or or you know, Disney World is like, we need we need a Ma- Main Street Mayor, Pat Piper. Mm-hmm. Are you? Yeah. Yes, I'll be there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, twelve. 12 I mean, put it that way. Twelve years ago, my my answer without even thinking probably would have been CPB. Yeah, there's some you know. Yep, and I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even come up in probably a top ten at this point. Yeah. Well, you and you said something. <sighs> Damn it! I wish I would have remembered what you said. It was good. You. It was something. It was something about respect. You said if if the well if what, if, what if, was that? if if the advertising agency respected its alumnus, they might be more inclined to that was it support. Advertising agencies, but it it has gotten to the point where I do think it's funny that it's okay for a CEO or a president to be a little bit longer in the tooth, but especially when it comes to creatives, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, young and young and lean and mean and churn them and burn them. Mm -hmm. And it's this, you know, turnover, work them to death, know that there's going to be a two year turnover and be okay with that. And um, you know, but, the, but, uh, you know, honestly, everything that we talk about, everything that we get frustrated with, honestly goes back to, and it's, if anybody's listening to this and you're wondering, oh, wow, what, uh, what, uh, old timey, uh, shakes episode should I go back to? I would implore you to go back to the Wolf and Wilhelmina, um, um, episode where, and I can't remember the title of it, but you know, and, and, and we talked about it there where it's like this mentality that creatives are like freaking machines is like, it, it doesn't work. I mean, that's not, it's not accurate. Mm-hmm. It's not respectful. Um, it, it's a commodity and you're yeah. not really truly celebrating creativity, um, understanding creativity, Managing a creative person is a nuanced, pain in the ass, crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because 
you know, it's like my wife and I, uh, whenever I had to, uh, you know, and we would always remind each other because at one time or another, we've, we've both been creative directors, but whenever we've had to, you know, been frustrated with a creative person and, and, you know, the thing that's funny is, is that I think the perception is, oh my God, account people make me crazy. Clients make, no one makes me crazier than a creative person because it's like, I understand the mentality, but you know, we can be so dramatic and so narcissistic and, and so egotistical and so unsure and, you know, just a mess on so many different levels. And, you know, whenever we were complaining about that, our response to each other was always remember creatives are broken. The second you walk in the door to sit down with any kind of creative person, you have to realize and accept the fact that they are broken somehow. And you have to understand that because once you understand that, then you will figure out, okay, what are the motivation points? Do I, am I a total pissant to them? Am I a total asshole? Am I completely sympathetic and embracing? And you have to find out what that button is to Yeah, you got to find their, you got to find their trigger. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a, you know, that's a crazy game all in itself. It is. Yeah. It is. And, and, you know, and so, so this mentality that this, you know, churn and burn thing is crazy. It's just, it's just, it's, it's so disrespectful to the creative industry. But that's the fallacy is like, you know, I've been in CA, I've won one show. I mean, the only big award that I've never won is a can lion and been to, you know, France for that. But, you go up on stage, you get it, and then you go back to work the next day. There is not, there's no magic carpet that takes you off to this, you know, crazy ass place. There's no fame and fortune. You know, I, I moderated a panel, and uh, somebody talked about, you know, all the hard hours that they that they worked, and then they said something to the effect of, "Well, it'll be worth it. When? When will it be worth yeah. it?" When, when is that? There is no day where you go, you sit back and you go, yep. You do that with your kids. You do that with your spouse. You do that with so many other things. You never do that with your career. You never no. go, I have arrived. Because yeah. if you're if you're creative that's worth your salt, the, the, the pain and the torture and what makes you great is that you never feel like you've arrived. And that you're always craving something more and you're always trying to climb to that pinnacle. That's the big joke. That's the, you know, that's the thing. That's that's the torture of being a creative is that you're never good enough. Yeah. You've never worked hard enough. You've never done what you're completely capable of. So you've never truly arrived. And then the assholes that think that they have arrived, who wants them? Good God, nobody wants them. No. They're, they're the assholes, you know. You want, they you are want to steer clear of them. And they're not true creatives, you know. So it's, it's a, mm. I went off on a crazy ass. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going pull, to pull the emergency brake on that one <laughs> before, because uh, you, you just, you just pulled me to the edge of a, uh, <laughs> Somewhere I could I could I could go off. That's my hot button, and it's just oh man, <laughs> you know. Yes, the you know the the assholes. Oh God, oh God. That's the thing is that, that you know it's it's and you you have to be in the business as long as we have to really quickly identify them and say oh yeah I know oh yeah but you know what they still 
They still sneak up on you, and they and and they sometimes they do. They do. I helped hire one of those assholes, mm-hmm. and and I should have known on on. I think it was on LinkedIn. I think he his title was genius. Oh, it's like Wiley Coyote, really? creative, creative genius. genius. Oh, you dickhead. <laughs> Well, and that's yeah. the thing is like you always, you know, you always crave. It's like, what age am I going to be at where I'm just going to have the balls just to not want to waste any time and be in a situation where you're sitting with someone and you're like, this guy's a fake. And you just say, you know what? You're a fake. You're a fake. And I'm not going to waste my time with you anymore. You're not worth my time. And evidently too many people have given you too much of their time and I'm not going to be one of them. Get the hell out. Yeah. And so far, I'm I'm lucky that those associations haven't had dollars associated with them. Yes. But, I mean, yeah. But the thing is, is if that if that comes to be, I know what the hell I'm going to do. Yeah. I mean, because it's to me that's that's why that's why I got out of got out of that grind and got into my own thing is because I get I get to say who I get to work with, you know? Yeah. And, and, and if you, and if you're, if you're going to be the same old, same old that I've spent 15, 18 years dealing with, yeah, you know, no, thank you. I have, I have a thought, but I'll it's figure for next, something else. I have a thought, okay. but it's for next episode. But okay. I don't want to forget it. Okay. And these will be the key words that will trigger it. Okay. Let them hang. Let them hang. And it's not, it's not as vile as it sounds, but. Okay. But that's okay. what, that's what we will talk about in the in the next episode. in the next episode. Okay, nice. so let's let's wrap this one up then. Um, let's talk. Deadpool's about, good. Deadpool's good. The witch is okay. Which is okay. Um, there are many more creative outlets than. Mm-hmm. Then what, uh, what was it we wanted to talk about on the forums? The I don't know. Um, just talking about whatever. Cor- corporate people weighing in well, yes. on um, would they recommend somebody coming out of school? And what kind of experience was that? And did it make you, you know, it's like, the thing is, is that you just, you work at an agency and you work at, you know, I mean, I worked at a, I worked, I started at an agency that had six people. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I sat, you know, this past weekend, we went and toured the computer sciences college of University of Nebraska. And this, this doesn't date me. It just, it's just such a different thing. You know, she she said the the starting salary for somebody graduating was sixty five grand, mm-hmm. and that was skewed lower because there were so many startups where people weren't necessarily getting a salary. Yep, and, they were and I'm listening. Yeah, and, I'm listening yeah. to that, and I was like, my starting salary was sixteen grand. I started at an agency <laughs> of six people. Wow, it exposed me to all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Stuff that I was ready for, stuff that I wasn't ready for. I sat in I sat in meetings where my boss fired a client in the meeting, and and those are the kind of things that don't happen happen in, you know, and may, maybe small small time corporate America, maybe it does. Big timey corporate America, it doesn't. You right. know, and you appreciate um, this kind of like let's not waste each other's time. Let's get to the source of the problem. Let's solve the problem. And I'm ready to solve the problem no matter what it is Mm -hmm. and that mentality is so critical and that's you know you're going to graduate it's very important that you understand creativity and what it takes to get to your creative you know space and come up with a great idea but the key is is understand the consumer how do i talk to that consumer 
And how do I identify the problem? And then how do I solve the problem? Mm-hmm. And the problem can be not only just a creative problem, but I got to find a cheaper way to send this thing out. So I'm going to contact the post office and, you know, and find out a cheaper code. I mean, it's just, it is this whatever it takes mentality to solve that problem that's kind of missing. And that's what, that's what I got in the advertising world was yeah. I threw all the shit aside, my, you know, my, my title, whatever to figure out how we were going to do this. You know, and yeah. that's, that, that's what's invaluable. All right. Well, let's talk about all that crap on the forums. And I guess until next time, we're just going to let them hang. Let them hang. Let them hang. Hang, bitches. Hang, bitches.